Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. We were joined by two funny men, weren't we? Very funny men, yeah. Taskmaster's Alex Horn, who has uh, tempted you back onto a football field. For charity. There's a 13th of May, yeah. He'll tell yeah. us all about it. Some he nice will. rules he's come up with, Paul. Uh, yeah, it sounds interesting. Uh, James Gill joined us, comedian and Crystal Palace fan. Yeah. Uh, he was a lovely guy. I'd never met him before. He's an old mate of yours. Yeah, he's got a new podcast We enjoyed out. chatting to him. Um, we had a chat, Charlie, Yeah, of course, we did indeed. And we had a birthday spread. Yes, man, what a great game that is. It certainly is. Um, so here it all is. <laughs> Charlie. Good afternoon, Paul. You're not getting on, on board with my campaign no. to null and void the National League season. Yeah, no. We're the campaign be... starts here. We should explain why. We're going to chat to Danny Wright a little bit later on. He did play at Torquay. He's currently at Haven and Waterlooville. A lot of non-league players. I think all the captains of the Vanarama teams are up in arms about rule changes that mm. say after 12 weeks, if a player's injured, he can be effectively cut adrift by his club. You know, these guys are in... These are professional setups mainly, and some are semi-pro, but most yeah. are professional. And um, and they're not happy about it. You know, they've got mortgages to pay, etc. Of course, et it's families, isn't it? You know, it's and if someone picks and up an ACL and a doctor says, well, he's not going to be back for four months, you can effectively just terminate their contract. It seems to have come with from... With three months' It money. does seem to have come from nowhere, this. Yeah. Like, caught everyone by surprise. It's quite a big yeah. thing in a contract, isn't now, it? Now, there is some talk of strike action. It may not come with that. It's a bit embarrassing from the FA's point of view. We're non-league weekend this weekend. But... You and a number of other Torquay fans, I've noticed, <laughs> have jumped on this bandwagon of saying null and void the season. What's the problem Expunge here? all the results. Yeah. It's not fair. What's the problem, it's Paul? pathetic. What's the problem? One out, all out. Strike. Strike. We've seen the You've RMT. Got... We've seen it work for the RMT, Paul. You... We've, you know, I'm here for the people. I'm a people person. Yeah. I'm here for the footballers. I think there's a bit of self-interest involved. There's a bit Conte, all of this. One out, um, all out. Yeah, I mean, Antonio Conte, obviously, yeah. if, you're listening on, <laughs> if you're listening on medium wave. <laughs> So we are going to talk about that later yeah, on. Sure. Alex Hawley is going to join us. A couple of things to get you going on. Yeah. Um, we saw the well done to the Plymouth. Um, what are we saying? Well done to Plymouth. For? Well, because they they left the Accrington dressing room yesterday, oh, right. an absolutely yeah. spotless nick. Okay, right. It's yeah. lovely, and it's become more of a trend, isn't it? We're seeing more and more teams doing this. They go to an away game. And yeah. they, I mean, honestly, it looked like they just had the decorators in. It looked yeah. absolutely spectacular. Normally going somewhere where someone from Plymouth been, there's like bits of pastry everywhere. Just like... <laughs> is that what it's like? Yeah, normally, it smells a bit, you know, but No, Honestly, and but he's getting to the stage where they're going to start taking Nick Knowles and his team with them. <laughs> Come well, on, lads. Knocking through. we got 90 minutes. We're going to just take that one. Andy Holt walks in. They hide. And Andy Holt comes in at the end, Accrington. And he's in tears after yeah. he's seen. Oh, they've installed new showers. Stacey Solomon's been in. She's yeah. emptied all the cupboards out. She's put it all back in nicely. All the Accrington staff are crying as they look at fantastic. It's all new benches, new lockers. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's only chip ball, but it should last a few. Yeah, yeah it'd be lovely, wouldn't it? I mean, Not always the way, though, Paul, is it? Not always the way. People don't often leave a hotel no. room or a dressing room or whatever. Yeah. You know, well, we're interested in your tales today, the flip side of that, of when it wasn't left 
yeah. as it was found. So if you've got some examples yes, of that, please. whether it's football dressing rooms, any dressing rooms, or indeed anything, mm. um, you can uh, share them with the class today. And a story that we told you about on Monday has had a fair bit of traction since. It was kind of buried away in the sun the other day, but it was a good story. It was a ref needing police protection for ruling out a goal after using a fan's phone to review a handball yeah. appeal. This was in the Egyptian second division. Yeah, sort of... Low-level VAR, isn't it? Yeah. Mohamed Farouk had borrowed the device to replay the incident when Suez players protested a late Al Nasser um, equaliser. Suez won 3-1, but Farouk got a police escort off the pitch. Amid furious protests, said the son from Al Nasser, who threatened legal action for uh, violating... Regulations. Yeah, yeah. So they, they looked at it and went, well, that's, that's he went it. Well, fair play, mate. Thanks yeah. for lending that must, me that, your that phone. That'll happen more and more now at lower league I, football, I would I have thought. mentioned before, one of the uh, a dark incident along those uh, lines was when my youngest boy was about seven or eight, school sports day, and a uh, little kids race. It was a bit neck and neck on the line yeah. with a couple of sort of lads who were about seven. Mm-hmm. And the teacher said, uh, uh, Johnny's the winner. And away we went, Johnny. Well done, Johnny. But little Stevie's dad, almost certainly not their names, but um, little Stevie's dad went up and he said to the teacher, I thought my boy had won that. And he said, oh, no, I think Johnny just got him on the line. But Stevie did ever so well. It was yeah, brilliant. Well done. And his dad said, well, I was videoing and I was oh. on the line and I've just watched it back and I think Stevie crosses the line. Would you like to see it? And the teacher said, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> I really, I'm not watching. No, go it won't take a second. I've, I've queued it up for you. No, yeah. I've actually frozen it. No, I d- grow up. Printed it out. And he, he was, the teacher was not happy. Yeah. Well, so, Stevie's dad taken the afternoon off work to come to Sports Day. Yeah, Paul, that's you know, right. He probably had. Invested a lot into oh, it. Stevie's in the car crying. He, he said, you won that. I'm going to, they probably stopped off at Timpson's and bought him a trophy on the way home. <laughs> of him crossing the line first. You won that. Yeah. I want you to know that. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Dom the Surrey Gooner says, hello, Charlie and Paul. I'm Choosing to watch anti-climb paint dry tonight instead of the one all. <laughs> no, thank you, he's Cooler. Made, he's made his <laughs> made his mind up. Not just paint, anti-climb yeah, paint. Yeah, no, no, I mean, very specific. Is that, is that slow, slower? Is that we're, slower? We're going to throw something else into the mix. We asked oh, you yeah. about use of video evidence, but this leads us into something slightly different. Feuds. My mate, this comes from uh, one of the listeners, didn't put his name on it. My mate happened to take a few photos of our works charity rugby match versus the Cornish Young Farmers. Uh, the picture captured the... Uh, me grounding the ball just to score a match-levelling try. Mm. The ref gave the try. The lad who tried to stop me to this day says it was never grounded, <laughs> but my photo evidence was good enough for bragging rights years later. He still moans about it whenever I oh, see him. That's John in Cornwall. He sent another text. Well, there, oh, yes, yeah, John. Thank, thank you, John. you for that, John. Um, I don't know if you remember the old Ridley Scott film, The Duelist. It was a great old film. It was yeah. set in the Napoleonic Wars. Two blokes basically have a row, and then whenever they see each other, they kick off again. <laughs> All right, it carries John, on and on and on. And out come the swords. And they're in the kind of frozen wastes of Russia and they've just nearly died in the battle having a tear-up. And then out come the swords. And it was it's a mad film. Lovely. It's like a sort of... It's oh, a really called film, the, the Duelist? The Duelist, yeah. Okay. It's it's one of his very early films, but it's a good film. Um, but anyway, it reminded me of that. So if something always... If, if you catch up with someone and whenever you do... It always comes it up. It always comes up. And it's done with a laugh, but you know there's an edge to it. So let's have your Duelist yeah, stories lovely. as well. Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH and J. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Wow, the Dickens footballers are coming in thick and fast. Unbelievable. That's the route one, sir. Thank you, Jim the Fencer. I take it he's not fencing. I put, he puts fences um, up. You never know. Uh, maybe he'll be watching Might the duelist. A Christmas Andy Carroll, obviously. <laughs> Um, which other ones have we got? Um, a Christmas Carol Poborski, of course. Yeah, yeah. Of Jordan, those. the Jordan Pickford papers we quite liked. Yeah, very much. Andy Jacobs Marley. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. very nice. Thank you, Rolf, the yeah, Leeds uh, fan. Thank you, Rolf, for those. Brian, uh, Brian Little Dorrit. Thank you, Mike in Birmingham. <laughs> we won't do these for all afternoon. We won't drive you mad. Bob Cratchford, Bob and Peter Cratchford. Let's not forget who was going to send that in. And you've got to pick a pocket etu. Very good, Stuart. Very the nice. Yeah, I mean, that's Lionel Just Bart. some of the ones Lionel you're Bart, not Dickens. Now, but, no, we'll um, take it. I'm, I'm indebted to Buckinghamshire Live to alerting us to the fact that comedian Alex Horn is to host a comedy football match at Chesham United. They add at the end uh, that the comedian uh, will be uh, recruiting some well-known people and a couple of players from Chesham United to take part in a funny match. Yeah, good funny. Eh? <laughs> well, I good hope fun. it's not a funny match. I, I hope it's a great contest. Serious match. comedians? Um, Alex joins us now. Good afternoon, Alex. Yeah, Alex. I've got Nathan Blake expectations. That's oh, a, that's oh, oh, come on. That's off the top of your head. You're, you're a pro. It's a bit embarrassing. That's, that's, that's right. Turning up, wanging, thinking, wanging one into the top corner. 
Well, I was pleased to recall his name. <laughs> yeah, um, very nice. Anyway, good afternoon. Good, good afternoon, afternoon, Alex. Good um, afternoon. So you, Charlie is one of the players that you've you've persuaded to turn out for this match. Well, it's, it's very well-known people from the world of comedy, so he mm. was first on the list. Of course. Um, <laughs> the first phone think call. We, have we played football together before, Charlie? I'm not I don't sure. Know. We've played cricket together. We played cricket yeah. together and Humphrey, Humphrey, Henry Blofeld uh, commentated. Good old, good old Humphrey Blofeld. <laughs> Humphrey Blofeld. Henry the Blofeld. Britain's foremost Henry Blofeld <laughs> tribute. Exactly. My dear old yeah. thing. Yeah, he doesn't say that. <laughs> he doesn't say that. No. He commentated, didn't he, Alex? And, uh, yes, he we did. Thought, and we're hoping we to... thought he was going to commentate on about four overs and he did the whole three hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm tempted, him to get, tempted to get him to Cheshire, actually, to commentate on the football because I think hearing him... <laughs> <laughs> Hearing him describe football would be good, but yeah, it's it's, uh, it's it's comedians and the odd footballer. Uh, but I'm I'm in charge of the rules, so we're going to have a bit of fun with that. Are you so you're going to tweak the, the rules of association football, are you? Just gently, I think the things like the keeper has to go up for every corner. Just right. stuff like that. Oh, how lovely! <laughs> what a lovely idea that uh, is, isn't it? No, if you've got any not... ideas, let me know. I think it's going to be. Th- I think instead of a yellow card, the referee will give you a yellow balloon. You've got to hold that for the rest of the game <laughs> <laughs> on a string. That would be good. Dynamically, that will slow you to. Down. What a lovely idea! Yeah, around your waist. Yeah. yeah if you've got but like genuinely, the... any suggestions? Any suggestions? Let me know because yeah, yeah it's nice. an opportunity. I, I mean, whoever gets. Greg Davis, your taskmaster co-host, up front, the big man up front. I mean, yeah. you're just going to stick it in the Swing mixer in if the mixer. Greg's playing, surely. He can move. He's a very good swimmer. Okay. He's, he's not great on land, but he's very <laughs> <laughs> It's basically an amphibian. Yeah, yeah he is. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to have multi-ball, haven't you? You've got to have multi-ball. You've got to have sort of... Well, it's non-league football. No I mean, offsides for ten minutes. four or you know. five balls. Chesham, give him a break. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We do lose a lot of balls at the moment, but... Um, yeah, I think there might be opportunities for the crowd to appear if they bid a certain amount of money. Oh, and, that's nice. Nice, yeah. But I think we've we've already sold a thousand tickets, and Chesham's Gate is normally about four or five hundred, so it's the town is buzzing. Wow. Um, and I think yeah, there's a chance it'll be full. So if you are listening and you're in the in the area, May the thirteenth. Have you got any other names lined up, Alex? Yeah. You can tell us about now. Or? I don't know if what? I'm allowed to. I mean, ah. there's a lot of Taskmaster alumni have said they will. People what? will drop out, but yeah, I mean, yeah. people like. Uh, Hugh Dennis may well oh, make okay. an appearance. Oh, okay. I mean, Don't you've announced me and you've sold a thousand tickets. So I, mean, I know. Yeah, we haven't announced this... anyone yet. But, no, uh, both, both Cheshire managers have said they'll play. Uh, there's a certain Radio 1 DJ who's playing. There's both genders. There are all ages. Um, not all ages. All <laughs> ages? Wow. <laughs> a spread of ages. <laughs> okay. Good stuff. Are so, you going to yeah, play? Yeah. Are you going to play or are you refing or commentating or...? I'm going to play. I've only played once on Chesham's pitch before. I played against a West Ham team and scored for West Ham oh, wow. in the fourth minute with my head and own goal. So I'm, I need to play again to get to uh, just for my own uh, peace of mind, really, yeah. to avenge that. Um, it's a great opportunity. The pitch is beautiful. And uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm definitely playing. I'm definitely playing. There's, there's going to be halftime entertainment. We're going to make a giant duck disappear. So you know, <laughs> something for everyone. So the traditional football halftime yeah. entertainment, the old disappearing duck. The old disappearing. It's an eight 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 foot duck, and wow. it's going to. Uh, we haven't worked out how yet, but that's we promised that. Good. That sounds lovely. And so, uh, just remind us of the date and where people can get tickets. It's May the 13th. You get tickets via a website. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's Cheshire United dot something. Um, yeah, 3pm. Under 12s go free. There's there's deals to be done. There'll be Bill's Diner there, so you can get burgers and, and a disease. So, yeah, lots. Lot. <laughs> I, I completely take that back, by the way. Bill, it's wonderful, <laughs> wonderful food. Um, um, yeah, yeah it'll be lots of fun. And, uh, yeah, they'll, they'll be commentating. They'll be uh, probably nudity. There's all everything. Yeah. Everything. I'm quite like Colin Hendry. I don't know if you have a, a book. Big Colin. Uh, Colin he- Mark Greg. Colin Hendry, he, uh, if he turns up for a charity match now yeah. or anything, he demands 90 minutes. Really? <laughs> yeah. Good old Colin. <laughs> Fantastic. He uh, says he'll only play if he gets the 90, which I respect and I am here for. Yeah. So I might be. I might pull a Colin Hendry on the day. Are you going to do, do one it, of those, are you? <laughs> Every other comedian so far has demanded not 90 minutes. Yeah. So, oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Just give me I think we've got explosive 10 what? minutes. Yeah, yeah. I think we've got Lloyd Lloyd Griffiths in goal one okay, end. He'll so do nine. Well, he won't be able to get up for every corner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> Meow. I'm gonna, if, I'm, if I'm on the I'm going to lob him. 
Yeah. <laughs> Paul Chowdhury's playing. I don't know what he'll be like. Oh, he's super fit, Paul Chowdhury. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's Very quite nice. inscrutable, Paul, isn't he? If you're facing him in a penalty shoot, are you going to get nothing from nothing, his face? So he could Penenki could drive it in the top yeah, corner. He he's giving get. you nothing. Um, oh, there will be penalty. There will be a penalty shootout. By the way, that's a given. No matter oh, what. Lovely. Oh, that's good. So, to hear. It sounds like a fun we might start. I think we might start with a penalty shootout and go from there. Yeah. What a good idea. I do like this idea, though. Of you said the yellow balloon. The idea of like a taskmaster meets associate <laughs> association football is brilliant. Isn't it? The yeah. aspects of that, I think. Well, exactly. And then, and, you know, there are a lot of sports out there that we can tackle after this. I mean, golf, because I played golf with Charlie, and golf is basically yeah. a task, isn't it? Get this little ball into that hole from. <laughs> Yards away. Yeah, yeah. Bad golf, of course. You played it with, with John Robbins, don't you? On on your YouTube channel, bad golf. John will also be appearing in this match. Will he? Uh, never seen him run before, so that's going to be fun. Mm. Big Liverpool yeah. fan, isn't he? Yeah, John. John he's, yeah, he's a, he's a despondent Liverpool fan. Um, I keep trying to persuade him. He, he, he's he's commentated on Chesham before for five, for your rival Five Live, but um, his heart wasn't in it. But this is a, this is Chesham season. They're fourth in the league. They need to be in the top five for. The playoffs. Yeah. So, um, yes, and this is what we're trying to get everyone swept up in. And Taskmaster is back next week. Is that right? Yeah, lovely. Yes, great lineup as well, isn't it? Ivo Graham and uh, who else on it? Jenny Eclair. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, Kyle Smith, I know. Uh, May Martin and Frankie Boyle is quite an intriguing. Uh, yeah, that would be interesting. Good Ivo stuff. Graham is a very good striker. Do you know that? Very good. Tar- very t- good target man. Yes, very good at it. Okay, well, he's, somebody else is going to be good at most things, isn't he? Yeah, annoying. Yeah, you have to nice. press gang him into playing. Privilege, so, privilege does that to you. He's grown does. up with if all it, the best around you. If it was the war game, he'd certainly be up for it. I've, I've got a gig running on the day of the coronation, and I, had to, I tried to book him for it. I had to check he wasn't going. <laughs> got a front row. He's got a front row. Uh, I've got my reply from Ivo. Hello, hello, Alex. I'd love to be able to do this, but I'm busy that evening. What a shame. So yeah, no yeah. Ivo. Oh. It's not even that evening. It's in the afternoon. Yeah. He's going to watch Franz Ferdinand. Oh, oh OK. That's so okay. bad. Well, there we are. Um, well, lovely to talk to you, Alex. Um, good luck with the game. Yeah. And I'm sure we'll get a full match report from uh, Charlie. And, oh, I won't uh, mention it. Especially if I score, I won't mention it. You'll, no, only, you, you'll only hear about it for the next four years, Paul. Don't worry about it. <laughs> talk us through it. Well, if you want to bring any other talk sport presenters, including Paul or Andy, then, um, yeah, the more the merrier. We're going to need about 50, I think. So, yeah, please bring people down. <laughs> it's like the upwards and downwards, isn't it? Shrovetide Tuesday. Thanks, Alex. Yeah. Thanks very much. Cheers, Paul. Cheers, Charlie. Bye. Cheers. Cheers. Alex Hall there. Uh, next Thursday, um, Taskmaster returns on Channel 4. Great show. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll post the details of that match. It sounds like yeah. a bit of a fun day out. I do yeah, like those thousand people. Like. I was expecting, like, 24 people. Yeah, you're going to show yourself up, <laughs> aren't you? <laughs> Embarrassing. They're all going to point and laugh. What's that bloke in full oh, kit? Point and Got laugh. His shirt tucked in. Charlie Baker. Good boots, though. Look at his boots. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Good afternoon. It's Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker here on Talk Sport. And we've got you going on a few things this afternoon. Video evidence being used mm. in uh, unlikely circumstances off the back of the story that we brought you on Monday that says it's had a bit of traction since of. The Egyptian referee in the second division who looked at uh, a fan's phone to see whether he should uh, uh, make a call in the match or not. Uh, to, it was a handball appeal. Yeah. So uh, we brought you some stories in the world of school sports days. We've had others as well. And it led into feuds, uh, long-running feuds <laughs> or things that still stick around, arguments you've had with people that they never forget. And they always years come and years back. later. Years and years later. It's something that always comes up when you meet somebody. So... Do let us know uh, this afternoon. And uh, with the well done to Plymouth Argyle, um, they, they, the Accrington dressing rooms were spotless when they left, apparently, yesterday. We were interested in the, the flip side of that, a day when it kind of wasn't left as uh, as you found it, whether it was your fault or someone else's. So that should get you going. Talksport.com, text 1889, tweet TSH&J. Got a nice one here, sorry. During a school cross-country run in 1988, I was clear of the second runner by about 200 metres. I subsequently run, won the race, but the bi- guy who came second accused me of cheating by running through the hedge. He went on about it for weeks, insisting I cheated. Roll forward 30 years. He and I connected on a certain social network site. No hellos or how have you been? He reminded me that I cheated on the cross-country run. <laughs> Great, isn't it? It'd obviously been ripping him apart for over a quarter of a century. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Uh, we uh, spoke earlier on to Jamie Jackson, the Guardian's man in Manchester, mm. and uh, he is writing a kind of poem. Yeah. Uh, Releasing it episodically, epi- isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, episodically, as, as Eric Ten Hag's first season unfolds at Manchester United, and uh, much like Charles Dickens yeah, used to 
you know, produce stuff down. episodically. Exactly. And um, so we thought, come on, let's have... No, please, come on, <laughs> Alan, you, let's have them. Alan would always ask for you, yeah, you're Charles Dickens' base footballers. And, uh, we've, of course, we've had Mrs Havisham and Walter Louville. Oh, very nice. Not That's strictly a footballer, nice. says Adam, but we like it. Alvin Martin Chuzzlewit, says John. Um, <laughs> somebody hasn't quite got the hang of this. A Mike Summerby Night's Dream. Just wrong on many levels, <laughs> on the Dickens level mainly. I like though. it if it was Shakespeare yeah. ones, that would be very nice. Uriah Rennie Heap, says Steve in Swansea, yeah, the old referee. Please, very sir, nice. can I have some Bobby Moore, <laughs> says Phil in Brighton. Steve Copplefield. Uh, it's it's nice. A, yeah. Jonathan Hopper, Miss Kai Havertsham. Oh, that's, that's all good, that's yeah. Nice one, isn't Barnaby it? John good. Rudge, says Graham in Manchester. <laughs> Charlie Nicholas Nickleby, not so bad. Thank you very much. That may just exhaust those unless you know differently. And we're looking for any, the other stuff that we, we um, sort of ran past you a bit earlier on today. I watched last night, Paul. I think what did you watch I, last night, I think Charlie? he's seen it all now. I don't think there's anything left for him to see of it. Okay. Which is Cornwall with Rick Stein. Again, really? new series. Own most of it. New series, Paul. Yeah. How many? How many series? <laughs> exactly. What is it? He's the just going like people, just going like door to door now around people's houses. Yeah. <laughs> just going here we are in Truro on <laughs> on St Austell Street and we're going in now and this is John's house. Hello, John. Nice to see you here. So he's now met everybody. He's in met Cornwall. everyone in Cornwall. He must have seen everything in Cornwall now, yeah. Rick Stein. You know. But uh, it it's was, quite, you know, I mean, if you go to Padstow, he's the king there, isn't Padstein, he? I mean, they call yeah, it yeah. Padstow. I know everywhere you go, he's, he seems yeah. to he's, his restaurant here, his chippy there. He's yeah. uh, he's the king. He's the mayor of Padstow. Isn't is, he? I, yeah, I don't know if he's the mayor. Well, I'm just guessing. There we are. Food looked nice, though. I will say that. Yeah, he does sort of shovel it in his gob when he eats. Stunning Rick Stein. Well, he's, like, he's quite a messy eater. I always feel like he like it's like it makes this beautiful dish and then it's like. <laughs> 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 I'll look out for that next time. A little bit of. A <laughs> little bit of tartar sauce on the corner of his mouth, exactly. always there. Like a lingust, was it? Langustine, yeah. just, uh, just a, shove it in your gob. Shoves it all in, does he? <laughs> it's, it's like that. What it looks like to me, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe okay, I've, well, I've, 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 I've looked, Charlie, I've not noticed it. Google it now, Rick Stein eating. <laughs> Rick Stein messy eater. This <laughs> is his new series. <laughs> Around Cornwall. Going to old Fred's place. We've seen you in Cornwall, Rick. Going to old Fred's place in We've Simples. seen it. Yeah, it. <laughs> Commission nothing, something else. There's nothing new to say. <laughs> I've never known you so angry, Charlie. <laughs> I'm in St. Austell. There's six tickets left Saturday night. Oh, yeah, St. Austell. He's St. St. Austell Art Centre. Rick will be front row with a hot dog. <laughs> Mustard round his mouth. <laughs> just shoveling. Tommy him, sauce up his beard. Shoveling pasties in all night. Yeah. Just sitting in the front. <laughs> Could you mind sitting at the bank, mate? You're putting me off. Rick Stein, ladies and gentlemen. Little yeah, bits of potato in the corner of the mouth. He anyway, welcomes you in. He does. Yeah. So again, six tickets left to see Charlie yeah, in St. Yeah. Austell. St. Austell, yeah. yeah. Lovely. Okay. Brilliant. Okay. North Devon Sunday night. More than six tickets available in North Devon. I don't know what I've done to upset them, Paul, but there really, we are. Is it? They don't like you there. It's a bit quiet there, I tell you. They're your people. They should be my people. They don't like me. North Devon, no one lives there. Uh, Where can people find tickets, Charlie? Only weirdos live there. Charlie Baker Comedy. This is not not helping, is it? (laughs) It's not helping. Who would live there? What would you live there for? Okay. It's not helping, Charlie. Uh, CharlieBakerComedy.com for all your tickets for the torch 24 hour pasta people. Thank you for letting me say it. And you're going to work in the messy eating of. um, Maybe next time. I'm writing next time, sure. I've got a good title. I won't say it. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Paul Hawksby, Charlie Baker here on Talksport. Joined in the studio now by comedian and Palace fan, James Gill. James, good to see you. James. Mate, it's so lovely to be here. And as someone who has two children, it's just so lovely to not be with them. Yeah. What's that? Be out of the house. Yeah, nice. Yes. Yeah, that's what it's all about. If you don't have kids, get on board. Yes. Now we should um, we tell us a bit about your podcasts. So I I run this and MC this comedy night. Always be comedy. It's been going for nearly twelve years. And then the mate with whom I run it, Tim, we would say to each other at gigs. So like Zoe Lyons would come down. He'd say something like, "She's the she's your ultimate headliner." And then you, the the conversation would evolve. Right, who would be the ultimate opener? Ultimate MC. Uh, and, it, and, it, and the podcast came from that. So we get comedians on and they curate what would be their dream gig. So they yeah. talk us through who their, who their MC would be. They talk us through the, the gigging nightmare from their own gigging years that must not happen at this fantasy gig. They talk about the best thing that ever happened oh, that wow. must happen. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's been it's been wonderful. Uh, Josh Widdicombe, that episode's out. Maisie Adam, that episode's out. Stuart Lee is coming out this 
Tuesday. It's, it's been enormous fun. And if you love comedy and love comedy gossip, I think you'll really enjoy the podcast. Yeah, I was going to ask you that, James. How will they all get on backstage? Yeah, when you put this, yeah. I mean, what are they going to be like sort of when they all stand, the old egos clashing? That gets talked about. Yeah, yeah. That gets talked about. And, and who gets on with who and who doesn't get on with who. There have been a couple of times we had, we had one comedian on and they told a, an incredible story. And then we got to the end and the, our producer, uh, Tim, my aforementioned friend, jumped on and went, yeah, there's no way we can include that story. So for... Li- for well, li- even in a podcast? Yes. Wow, okay. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, off air, I'll tell you the story <laughs> and you'll go, yeah, you did right to cut that out. <laughs> our comedians normally get on backstage, though, don't you? Don't they? Because everyone's been through a similar process. You know, there are some bad apples, let's just say that, but everyone's been through a similar process of starting with nothing, not being very good for ages, dying on Their themselves, and then, and then getting better and better. As we've talked about often, it takes about a 1,000 gigs, and anyone who's got any good has, taken, has done those 1,000 gigs. Charlie has hit the, the nail on the head. And I, and I agree, I think, generally speaking, all comedians, generally speaking, get on great. I'm quite naive. Someone will tell me that that person doesn't get... I'm like... What? I would never I would never have guessed that. But generally, I mean I've met some of the sorry, I'm getting very schmaltz I'm quite a schmaltzy guy, but I've met some of the most remarkable people. You know, we talked about Harry Hill b- before I came on. I mean, one of the greatest people you'll you'll ever meet in yeah. your life, you know. Uh Charlie B, an absolute maestro. We we WhatsApp and chat pretty much pretty we much do. every day. So I uh, hope that never gets printed. And you, um, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> please <laughs> don't hack our phones. <laughs> Beyond the podcast, you have the comedy nights as well, don't you? There yeah. always be comedy nights. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we, we we put those nights on pretty. We try to put them on pretty much every night of the week at the moment. Uh, not Saturdays. I take my seven year old to her dance class. But apart from that, <laughs> so people like Kevin Bridges plays it a lot. Sarah Pascoe, Ashling B. Joe Lysett, yeah, it's, not, it's not just a comedy night, Paul. No, it's, Often, it's, 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 a, it's a club. It's a, it's a place that people, uh, comics, will turn up, any any level of comic will turn up, knowing they're going to get uh, a, a fair, nice audience. Okay. And uh, they will, so you will see big stars down there. You will see, oh, wow. it's, an, it's about to hold about 100. Not about, even that. Not even that. And 70. You'll see, so you'll see big star comics. So they'll comics. turn up unannounced, James, sometimes just to try stuff out. They'll often, t- Joe Lysett turned up twice in a week unannounced. Oh, and you can imagine, if you've got, if you've got, a packed room of comedy fans and an unannounced Joe Lysett walks on. I mean, the, you know, the, the yeah. if you've never been to a comedy night, there, obviously I would say this because I'm biased, but you guys know there's nothing like it. That, mm. mag- that magic in, in the, room, the air. Yeah. Uh, and that's the kind of, as a Palace fan, that is the kind of magic <laughs> that, we, yeah. that we would dearly love back at. So we, uh, we had, you know, we had Harry Hill just last week doing new material. And what's inspiring about Harry, you know, we all, we all know Harry. He's been going, what, 30 years? And the fact that he's got that same enthusiasm and passion that he... I would say he probably enjoys it now more than ever. Same goes with Stuart Lee, same goes with Al Murray, and I find that so inspiring that these dudes yeah. are turning up for the for the love of the game, and they they love comedy so much. Um, you are a Palace fan as well, James. I am, absolutely. I don't, I don't hear the sort of South London... Can you tell my, from there. my thick Croydon accent? Yeah, because you've lived in this part of the world for a while. I've lived in the, uh, yeah, so they're, they're on my doorstep, but I was, I was the... I don't, I don't want to make you jealous with this level of glamour that I'm going to share, but I was the Crystal Palace correspondent from 2002 to 2005. Oh. Wait for it. Not for the Times, not for the Guardian. I didn't want to work there. I chose to work for... Really? The Croydon Advertiser. Oh, Tremendous. Well, that's, the, that's the local patch. That's very the local important. Patch. Oh, nice. But um Roy's patch, of course, he's Mr. Croydon, isn't he? Roy's patch. Uh, you know what? I was I was pleased to see him back, and I think that will prove to be a shrewd appointment. We all desperately wanted Vieira to do well. You know, yeah. one of the, I think if you were gonna name your Premier League all time eleven, you know, you might well go with Vieira as your first name on the team sheet. This mm. is one of the great so we're all desperate for him to do well. But when you go 12 games without a win, no win this calendar year, uh, 292 minutes without a shot on target, four games without a goal. You know, all, the, all these horrible stats were piling mm. up. And so, unfortunately, I think when you get to that sort of situation, I, I guess that tends to be that. Um, the World Cup sort of did for him, didn't it? They were doing it was doing all right. They seemed to start the season really, really well, Palace. And then it seemed to, you know, uh, it's been such a odd season an uneven season for so yeah, many teams that's right. and I think that's why there's a lot of teams being dragged down I mean it's from Palace down really isn't it that's great that we can blame the World Cup that's wonderful <laughs> yeah. but there, you know there's some, there's, some, there's some incredible players down there you know Michael Michael Elisa you know you want the sort of players where 
you know, the old adage, the guys that get you out of your seat, and Michael Elise has absolutely got that. So hopefully Roy can can bring some of that magic back, I guess. But, you know, I think, I think he will steady the ship. Please feel free to remind me that I said this, but I think he'll, I think he'll steady the ship, and I think he'll keep us up. Uh, so I think, I think it's quite a shrewd appointment. He's making some changes. Apparently, I was reading um, the, the players. Uh, Roy's quite rigid in the way he sets his week up, and uh, they're all going to get Wednesdays off. So that was a oh, movable nice. feast the day off midweek. Roy like he likes a bit of structure. He's going to let the boys tr- uh, start training half an hour later as well. So that'll go down with the players. Nine thirty nice. start instead of nine o'clock. It's quite well, Roy's age, it easier Roy's so age, far. You're <laughs> Roy, you're up at about half past four in the morning. <laughs> And he'll, he'll be still going up to the news agents, chatting to the bloke while he does the marking up. They'll have extra Werthers in, not the toffees, obviously. Not the is toffees. it cheaper in Weatherspoons for OAPs on a Wednesday? Is that why they're having Wednesdays off? Is. is that what it's it got, is? That's right. It's got a deal. It's a curry night. Two for one. Yeah, two for one. That's it. Two for one pensioners, vision chips. It just, it just sounds like he's trying to, he's trying to get them on board, doesn't it? Yeah. Wednesdays half off. Half an hour later Wednesdays for training. Off. Half an hour later. Yeah. There's oh. some of the things that Roy's going to be introducing. Wednesdays, apparently. in my mind, Newton Abbott uh, Market always used to be on on a Wednesday. So I'm, that's what my mind goes to on a Wednesday. Well, that'll be him at the market. They'll be going to the market. And of course they're not. <laughs> of course they're not. They're in South London, Paul. <laughs> it's, it does seem <laughs> stupid thing to say. It does seem very <laughs> unlikely. So why? So yeah, you because you work for the paper. And that's why you kind of got into the Yeah, it club. was it's like Stockholm syndrome. So so I knew that from chatting with the other guys on their respective patches, it goes one of two ways. You either you either loathe the club because yeah. they've taken over your life, <laughs> or you end up falling head over heels in love. So I, I would during those years, I would genuinely wake up, bolt upright on a morning. And I would immediately worry about Darren Powell's thigh strain. <laughs> mm. I, rem- great, I remember band. Palace were yeah. <laughs> they were a great, mainly acoustic. Yeah. I remember Palace were playing Ipswich. I think it was oh two oh three, and Dougie Friedman went through on goal. And I was in the I'm in the press box where he's supposed to be you know professional. Mm. And I jumped up and screamed, "Go on, Dougie!" And I thought, "Oh no, <laughs> no this no, is no, sort no, no cheering in the press box." Sort yeah. of, it's sort of in me now. So so yeah, we 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 live equidistant between the training ground. And the stadium, my, my two girls, whether they like it or not, will uh, they are they are Crystal Palace fans. Their favourite player is Wilfred Zaha. Oh, also, I've got to say, and I, and I, I sound like I'm wearing a wire to the club, but the thing with Palace is that there is a, a genuine sense of community, and I, I've got to know a lot of the people who who work at the club. Some of the guys uh, quite help actually. Att- they attend always be comedy. I've been very lucky that they will invite me. Uh, into the that's not why I'm just uh, maybe that's why I'm being positive to get more tickets but they invite me into the into the directors box oh, nice. but I think they're they're of I think they're a very very likable club and that's mm. been the way for 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 a long while mm. and it's no fluke that a lot of the guys maybe go back there and coach or they they stay associated with the club I just associate uh, tremendous uh, warmth with with Palace I, I honestly I, I I love them. So much. I so he, think you'll be fine. I think three three wins. That's all they need. Nip. Yeah, we we're three saying wins. Two, yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah, I think you'll be okay. I think. Um, one of the listeners haven't put their name on it. Thank you for this. Toe's so got to the bottom of it. It's B and Q on Wednesdays. OAP discount. Oh, there we are. So, so you if can you see Roy down there, catch Roy, Croydon B and Q on a Wednesday. You can say to him, "Why did you pick him? Why didn't you bring Eze on?" It'd be all. I'm just too I'm just doing my shopping. Be great. Hey, that was a good. You slipped that in. That was a good. That was a good Roy. Paul's got it in his I'm the tribute. Can I? Andy Jacobs. I'm so pleased. <laughs> Andy does the the ultimate Roy can impression. I share, can I share a story about Palace? Yeah, we have a quick one. You go, we have to be a quick one, but you so, go for it, James. 2003, 2004, we went third from bottom to the yeah. Premier League. So Croydon had gone Eagles crazy, right? Mm. So Ian Dowie took over. They're flying up the league, barely lose a match. This is a true story. Peter Andre plays the Croydon Fairfield Halls yeah. while the Eagles are flying high, right? He's been on stage for about an hour, so he's done Mysterious Girl at least six times. <laughs> and he tur- Dub mix. This is, this, is a tr- yeah. mix. this is a true story. He turns to the crowd and he goes, do we have any Eagles fans in? And two and a half thousand people jump up and start chanting, Eagles, Eagles. And Peter Andre, I thought he was going to start crying. He goes, you guys are in for a treat because this next song is called Hotel California. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, lovely stuff. What a lovely story. No, I'd I'd love to have heard Pete's take on Hotel California. yeah, yeah, lovely. Just that book of him standing there for about two minutes while the intro goes on. (laughs) Wait. Wait. And you just... uh, And so the crowd are going, on a duck... No, wait. (laughs) On a duck... No, not yet. Peter Andre, to this day, and he... he, God bless him, lovely guy, has no idea why two and a half thousand people simultaneously (laughs) went, oh, for God's sake! (laughs) The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast.
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive in June gives you Everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Time now for the birthday spread. Uh, Ten high-quality gags already prepared from a pool of 15. You had to cut them down this week. It's Andy Jacobs. Good afternoon, Andy. Now. I forgot it was now. Good afternoon, boys. Hello, and, Andy. Uh, that's not good, is it, really? I'm putting a lot of pressure on these yeah. men. <laughs> <laughs> All gold. Um, Jeff Peters will be keeping score. Good afternoon, Jeff. Good afternoon to you boys. Oh, not in the nerve oh, yeah. centre to say oh, on, no the road, phone or anything. on the road. On the road. Doing it. Oh, oh, nice. oh there okay. we are. We're going old school today. He's loading up Frank Bruno boxing or Horace <laughs> goes skiing. <laughs> or Daily Thompson Decathlon. Here we go. Daily Thompson Decathlon. Um, so, 10 birthdays from this week. Andy has uh, collated them. Uh, myself and Charlie, I'm thinking you know the drill by now. I've got to guess how old these people are. A margin of error will build. We won't get them all right. The one with the shortest margin of error, having guessed 10 birthdays. Some of the people we know, some we won't is the winner. Uh, Jeff, just remind us what the scores are, because Charlie had a little spurt of victories, didn't mm. he? He did indeed, but last time it's full 39, Charlie 20. Oh, OK. Yeah, we are suffering quite badly with break-up on the line. Didn't know the score. Anyway, didn't hear the score. 39, that's all I heard 39, for you. 12, I think it was. 22. Oh, 22. 22. <laughs> Unbelievable. 39, 22. 22. OK, here's Pelé and Sergio Mendes. First birthday, Andy. Okay, the first birthday this week is the entrepreneur and broadcaster Peter Jones. Peter oh, yeah, Jones. Peter Jones. Peter and Pete. Uh, he took issue, Peter, with an umpiring decision I made against him. Till I explained the ball pitched on middle and was hitting middle. He said, "So that's why I'm out." Oh, yeah. Oh, very, very nice. Good, that, isn't very it? nice. I'm going to kick us off. Oh, oh, oh there it is. No, He's still dear, got all the sound effects are. with him. What is Peter? He's a huge man. <laughs> I mean, He's six for eight or six for seven, six for eight. Yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's a big, nice man. Just stick him up front a couple of times. Yeah, you would. Um, f- 57. I think he's a bit older than that. You think he's a bit older? 59. He's 57. Oh, oh, oh well done. What a start. So, wow, Jeff, what's wait. that down to the scores? We should be able to work it out, really, shouldn't we? Yeah, it's Paul Zero, Charlie Two. Charlie Two, okay. So, the second boat, we alternate. So, Charlie goes first on the next one. Here we go, Andy. Okay, Charlie, it's the rugby union play. Play for Wales, great playing British and Irish Lions. Iron Evans. Iron Evans. <sighs> And I've been doing a bit of clerical work for him, actually. I've been getting his papers in order. I enjoy a bit of iron filings. Yeah. <laughs> nice, yeah. Iron Evans, what do you think? Iron. Iron. Yes, more iron. You can still yeah, get away with it. I'm going to say 70. Well, really. Seven. Iron. Iron filings. 70. 70. Um, I thought he might be a bit younger than that. Um, 63. 59. Oh Sorry, Yarn, if you're listening, he's going to come get me in, Edmund. What a when terrible he guess. It was bad, yeah. I don't know where, yeah. Yarn, Even I was a bit harsh on him. I yeah. was going, eh? Oh, I mean, God. Yeah, I mean, worked out course. very badly. So what's that done to the scores, George Jeff? Foreman all over again. Uh, Charlie, 11 out onto 13. Paul, 4 out onto 4. 
four thirty. It was still very early days, Charlie. No, no oh, need no. to bring your toys out of the pram. It's only nine. Although we almost certainly will soon. Um, what's next, Andy? I'll go first on this one. It's the sailor, two-time Olympic gold medalist in 2000 and 2008, Ian Percy. Ian Percy. And uh, I took him on a tour, actually, of Staffordshire Potteries, but he didn't know where to buy the crockery they were producing. I had to point Percy at the porcelain. <laughs> That's very good. That's very good. Lovely. 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 Well done, Andy. Very good. Um, 40 and... No. 52. Hmm. 52, I'm going about right, yeah. I think... When did he yeah, get any dates? 2000, 2000, 2008. Okay, yeah, they can get any age, can't they? Yeah. Sailors, can't Sailors, they? Sailors, yeah. Uh, 53. 47. Oh, God, for Eagles. Unbelievable. <laughs> 47. <laughs> so, this is dreadful. What's that down the scores, Jeff? This is dreadful. Paul is five out onto nine. Yeah. Charlie's six out onto 19. Yeah. It's only 10, ten at this early stage. Let, do let us know, by the way, Lissonsery. Listeners, let us know how you're getting on as you play along uh, today. Talksport.com, text 1889, tweet TSH and Janie. Comment on the yeah, game as it unfolds. Disgrace. Disgrace free. It's a clean game in my eyes. Clearly not already in Charlie's. Unbelievable. Uh, it's, you the gap. it's the gap we've had. I was thrashing you and you, and you oh, we can't play for a few weeks. Oh, <laughs> oh. okay. What a shame. Yeah, you can't, I can't play for a few weeks. You're, you're 10 behind. You can make that up in a, in a heartbeat. Um, what's the next birthday, Andy? It's the economist and former Italian prime minister, Mario Monti. Oh, yeah. Mario Monti. And his new range of nonstick cookware is a real winner. (laughs) The Monti Panzer Star. Oh, Oh, very nice. Nice. Mario Monti. Former Italian prime minister. And finance minister. And finance minister. 68. 75. I might be a bit shy. Yeah, 80. Oh, no, this is a disaster. (laughs) Paul's having a great Dreadful game. Yeah, five out, Paul onto 14. This bit of the show is so boring. 12 out onto 31. 14. Talk about sport. Goodness sake, talk sport. 14 plays 31. (laughs) Look, we might as well just carry on with it now. Talk sport. 14, 31. in this rubbish? You can make this up, Charlie. It's easily done. Six birthdays to go. Six birthdays. It's ridiculous. It's not even half time yet. It will be shortly. Um, you can you can regroup at half time. Okay, and Messi or Ronaldo. Let's final just do that. birthday before <laughs> half time. England's left sided problem. Should Calvin Phillips start tonight? Well, that's Anything a good point. Get, yeah. Okay, what's next? <laughs> the actor Glenn Close. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Great actress, of course, great actor. Smashing blow. I was on set when one of the lighting rigs fell on her from the ceiling, and despite a fearful blow to the head, Close was able to continue. They're a very hard family, the Closes. Yeah, this is the Brian Close analogy oh, that right, Andy's okay. doing <laughs> okay. there. You've really got to know your old cricket to be getting that. Um, uh, uh, Glenn Close, probably older than you think. Um, <laughs> with respect, Glenn, if you're listening. But she doesn't look it, is it's what Glenn I'm saying. Close. It's, it's, it's Glenn Close, but no cigar. I thought you were going to go down that route. I could do. I'll yeah, write that down. down. Cigar, Pascal Cigar. I invited both round my house. It was Glenn Close, but no cigar. <laughs> Um, this is a bit showboating, isn't it? Okay, sorry Do about that. I'm doing at keep the same it. time as doing birthdays. I'm doing keep it up. Yeah. Ole! You flick it off the doing back of your neck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> going close, 75. I've gone a bit... I think I've gone too far there. Sorry, Glenn, if you're listening. 72. 76. Oh, oh my God. So we're going to half-time with the scores one. at what, Charlie? Uh, there, oh, Andy, is a 20, uh, there is a 20 point gap between. We come count half the strong for some reason. Mind you, on that line. Null and void. So, sorry, it's, carry it's, on. It's Paul 15, yeah. Charlie 35. Okay, there's 20 in it. Bigger scores have been made up. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Simon the Villa fan says more dial-up noises and retro sports game references, please. We can only do so much. Yeah. Vintage Jacobs with a pottery gag. Uh, I used that years back about Robin Van Persie lost in Harrods. <laughs> but in the world of recycling, it's all fair game. Someone's on 15. Well, John no. in Swindon. I'm Not on me. 15. So plenty of time for it to go wrong in the second half. Chin up, Charlie. You're letting the West Country down otherwise, says John the Swindon. Ah, oh, see, that's going Swindon. down well. Swindon the emo- West I Country. See, I see the emotional meltdown has already started. So anyway, let's get on with the second half of the birthday spread with the scores of 15 to me, 35 to Charlie. I'm 20 in the lead. Here's Pele and Sergio Mendes. 
I love the fact that blokes accuse me of plagiarising his Robin Van Persie yeah. near it in the <laughs> Following first place. Following him round, It's a good gag. I mean, there's nothing wrong with recycling anyway. Well, it isn't, but never no. mind. No. Okay, it's the film ma- Micah. Film Micah. Micah, Micah like Richards. The film Micah. The filmmaker, million dollar, million dollar baby, Paul Haggis. Oh, yeah. Uh, Paul Haggis. Haggis always enjoys a night round the house of the former forest star Kenny Burns. Oh, yeah, of course he oh, does. Very yeah, nice. Yeah, very you kick nice. us off, Charlie. Paul Haggis. It's you, innit? You're in the no, lead. Uh, no, it's second half. It's, oh, we alternate, gosh. don't we? We alternate. 52. 52, Paul Haggis. Um, 59. 70. Oh, oh that's an old it's Haggis. Over in it. So, what a start! Must just say random. That was numbers. like Tottenham at Southampton in terms of second half starts. That was yeah. really. Oh, you're gonna have a Conti like meltdown very shortly, aren't you? Alibis, alibis, Alan Pitt, Alan Pitt. Anyway, what's the scores, Charlie? Uh, well, lovely to hear the Paul Haggis uh, gag again. Paul is 11 out onto 26. Charlie, 18 out onto 53. 53, OK. 53. Suffering succotash. Elmer Fudd. Next birthday, Andy. <laughs> it's Ingmar Stenmark, the skier. Oh, yeah. Ingmar Stenmark. And uh, he lives in a large... Where are you going with this? <laughs> well, he lives in a large... Uh, <laughs> well, I, had to do it. I used to do his washing for him. You're not going <laughs> to no, say that, are you? No, 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 I'm not going to say that. He, much, much, <laughs> much more subtle than that. He lives in a large manor, but unfortunately there's a cracked sewage pipe in the middle of the property. It oh. gives off a terrible stench. Yes, there's something rotten in the estate of Stenmark. Oh, very oh, nice. Come on. That's, that's literally... Shakespeare, it's, beautiful. It's, oh, it was going to be a lot more base. Oh, so well done, yeah. Ingmar Stenmark, the Ingemar. skier. Clickety-click, 66. Well, how many am I behind? About 45 behind? 26, 53. 66, you've said, have you? I've said 66. Let's try and get some back. 69. (laughs) (laughs) 67. Oh, Oh, no, no. You didn't get any back. You're nerdly. None back. Chris (laughs) Tavray. None back. Um, Just reduced the... the, uh, the, uh, What's the scores, Jeff? Deficit. Find scoring on that one. Yeah. Uh, Paul 27, Charlie 55. Okay. Um, That's quite a lot, isn't it? Yeah, it's about 28. 28. Okay, yeah. I can do okay. that. Three to go. I'm, I'm glad Come to on. see the positivity. Next birthday. Come on, you yellows. Okay, it's the singer Emily Sander. Oh, yeah. Emily oh, Sander. yeah, Emily Sander. Oh, yeah. It was a worrying moment, actually, when Emily was between the sticks for our local Celebrity Eleven and the post and crossbar collapsed on top of her. Uh, fortunately, she was OK, but it was worrying watching goals on Sunday. Ah! <laughs> 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 oh, shut up, yes. Peter. Come <laughs> on, you've got the one effect. It's cruel, Honestly. isn't it? Honestly. Yeah. Tedious. Okay. Memo incoming. Memo, definitely. <laughs> and he starts definitely. typing it now, like he's playing Daily Thompson. Next week, Jeff will be doing all the gags. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, how old's Emily Sander? It's Charlie? me, is it? Emily yeah. Sander, I think she's 36. 41. 36. Oh, bang, in he's in. He's back in the room. What's that done to the That scores? should take it back to naught if you get one spot on. Oh, that's right. Good, yeah, nice roll. <laughs> um, yeah, and of course, Paul also got one spot on earlier. So. Yes, first um, one, though, Paul. first one. Uh, Foolish getting it the first one, because okay. you're already on naught. <laughs> Dearing me. Five-year-old uh, Charlie Baker there. <laughs> yeah. So it's back to naught, naught. Good. Two to play. Lovely. <laughs> it's Paul 32, Charlie 55, 23. 50, 55 23. versus 32. Okay, 23 is the only number that matters, 23. Oh, no. Nothing in it. Keep going. Andy. Okay, he's the conductor and music director of the London Mozart players, Andrew Parrott. Oh, yeah. Andrew Parrott. <laughs> okay, yeah. And he had a very nasty accident during a cheerleading display when he a- I accidentally knocked him off the shoulders of Mansfield Town fullback James Perch. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fantastic. Sir <laughs> Alex nice. was delighted to see I had to Google that, oh, to be God. honest. Oh. Yeah, he never had a James Perch. Ever. James Perch, Mansfield Town striker, yeah. He's pretty never good. Fullback. Fullback. Fullback, okay. Um, you'd play James him up front at all. Yeah, clearly, I'd would I'd knock it. In the mixer. Um, so, um, James Perch. James, no, yeah, James. It's, the, it's me. It's me. Parrot. Thingy Parrot. Oh, sorry, yes. Andrew James Parrot. Parrot. Andy, Andy Parrot. Andy Parrot. Um, <laughs> six, 64. Okay. 74. Ooh, 76. Ooh, okay, okay, Ooh, okay, well, okay, okay, okay. It's game on. It's a good game. Good news. So, what's happened to the scores, Jeff? I've made it interesting. It makes it I? a yeah, a bit more exciting. Paul, 12 out, so on to 44. Charlie, just two out, on to 57. Uh, so 13 in it, one to go. Let's go. Here we go. 
So it's going to be 14 either way, Charlie. From it's going to be like last view, time when it? it was like Paul's best friend. How old is Paul's best friend? <laughs> <laughs> it's like that, wasn't it, last time? Utterly pointless last round. Well, yeah. let's find out. Um, I'll lead us off on this one. Um, Andy. Yes, it's uh, Matthew Hawksby. No, it isn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is, in fact, yes. the novelist from Remembering Babylon, David Maloof. David Maloof. Wow. And there's always a spring in my step when David invites me over. I skip, skip, skip to Maloof. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, four to, do you know David Maloof? Not a clue. What's but I'm just going to go 13 away from whatever you say, Paul. What's the 14. What, what's the book? 14. Thank you, Jeff. What's the book called? Andrew? Remembering Babylon. Remembering well, you, Babylon. Should remember that. Yeah, I'll be remembering right. next week not to send the birthdays to Jeff until <laughs> 29 minutes past yes, three. It's well. really annoying me. Yes. 60. Five. Okay. Seven. Sixty-five. Seventy-nine. 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 Or fifty-one. Seventy-nine. Yeah, you're going seventy-nine. Yep. Okay, David Maloof is in fact eighty-nine. Oh, what a comeback! Oh, wow. <laughs> what a game! It's the greatest game on radio. <laughs> Have you ever heard such a thing? Wow! Believe. Come on, you yellows. There's still time. That's ridiculous. Whoa! A Gary time winner. Bang! Oh, He's, he's what going, a get Andy, going, they were great. I think that's your best ever jokes this week. He's absolutely fantastic. <laughs> he's glazed over. I think there's an actual tear in his eye. I think there's wow, a tear in his eye. What a player. Well, I'm such a good player. Charlie, sport was I'm, the winner. I'm so good at it. It's yeah. so good. Well, um, You gave in there, Paul. You got cocky. No, I, I you got cocky there, Paul. I didn't give in. I didn't you give in, Charlie. You got cocky and you gave in. That's the game with very Spursy, that, Paul. I may not give Why you respect. Very Spursy. So, we'll do it all again next week <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast there we are Lovely. so there's the birthday spread very there nice is another uh, fine show well we, we'd like to think so anyway we, like, we enjoy it. big heads um, <laughs> you're back on Saturday no, no, you're no back I'm, back, Saturday, I'm back next Tuesday back with next you Paul. Tuesday with me St. Hostel this Friday night on top. Andy Jacobs sitting in for yeah, Charlie lovely, on yeah. with Max in the easy chair yeah, well, he always Max, is best. He says it's easy. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's all coming up on Saturday. Thanks for listening. Andy back with us tomorrow. Clips of the week and all that. Do hope you can join us. If not, podcast available at four o'clock. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.